going to discuss paspalta today, whether we should be makbid nati paspalta doing the Asher Sameh and how to define it, what exactly it means. So there's a little bit of background that's necessary over here. There is a Gemara Mesech Mishnah, and Gemara, Mesech Savod Zorda tells us that Chazal goes that they not allowed to eat bread baked by a non-Jew, baked by a Gentile. Uh, the Gemara in Shabbos of Yitzayim Beis listed as one of the Yudches Davar. So this is uh, one of the 18 uh, major decrees that they made at, at, at a single time. Um, the question is, was it ever rescinded? There seems to be some discussion we've shown in if they ever undid this decree. Um, the Gemara says explicitly that when they were Gozer on Shemen Shel Akum, they rescinded that decree because it was a decree that Eina Sibri Cholamudbo, because before Teflon pans were invented, you needed oil to cook or else everything would just stick to your pan. You wouldn't be able to eat anything. So that was a gzera that people were not able to be omed. They needed to use oil from, from uh, Gayim. Uh, the Yushalmi, Tosus quotes in Avod Zorlam, Hem Beis, Dibur Maschal from Yushalmi that a taco was rescinded, that they undid the decree of, uh, of, of Pas Akum. Um, the, uh, the, the Yushalmi also quotes another daya that it was only rescinded in regards to Pas Palte. Not that you're allowed to eat bread baked by a private guy, but that you're allowed to be, eat bread baked by a baker. That it was only rescinded for, the, for that purpose. The Bavli is very ambiguous in Avod Zorlamne, it's very ambiguous about whether uh, Paspalter was uh, w- whether Pasakum, the Xer of Pasakum, was ever rescinded or not. Uh, let's just uh, skip ahead straight to the straight to the Rishonim. I mean, the Gemara tells stories. The Gemara has a story of Ivo, the father of Rav, ate Pasakum, and they refused to quote him in learning. So it sounded like it wasn't rescinded because they wouldn't quote him in learning because he ate it. But then on the other hand, why did he eat it? Meaning he was uh, he was a big Tamachachim. What was going on? Um, and the, the Gemara says that they didn't want to rescind. The Gemara in Lamed Zion says they didn't want to rescind the Xer of Pasakum because they didn't want to be known as a Beidina Sharia. The same Beidina that was Matir the Shemen, they didn't want to be known as a Beidina that was just Matir everything. It's not a good reputation to have, apparently, as a, uh, a Beidina. So what did we show them have to say about this? The Ram Machel, Sassurus Perk Yudzayin Al-Achates and Al-Achim Beiz, seems to assume that the Gzair is in full force. Shulchan Arachim Kuf Yud Beiz, Sif Alvin Beiz, writes that, that's, that, 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 it's, that Pas Akum is Asr. Now, this is very important. This is not talking about during our service of Mechuba. This means, in general, the Ramam holds Asr, and a complete Isramit Rabbanon. The Rambam, though, does quote those who are lenient with Paspalter, that if it's not made by private Gentile, it's made by a baker. So he says that there are some that are, that are makil, as long as there's no Pas Yisrael available. You need both. It needs to be made by a palter, made by a baker, and there has to be no Pas Yisrael available. Um, the Shulchan Aruch in Kufi Beis Sif Hey seems to say that even in the name of the Rashba, that even if the pas palter is just better than the pas Yisrael, that's called that there's no pas Yisrael available. Pas Yisrael just means no pas Yisrael available means that there's no equally good pas Yisrael available. Um, the uh, the Rav Moshe in Chuvin Igros Moshe Yerdei Chel Beis Lam Gimel says that uh, the Mechaber doesn't quote anyone who argues with that. So it sounds like the Mechaber agrees with that. That even if the pas palter is better than pas Yisrael, that's good enough. Now, what does it mean better? Does better mean higher quality? Well, that for sure. But does better mean better priced? What if you can get pas palter by uh, Costco for a cheap price and pas Yisrael only by the local bakeries for more expensive? So in Chelkas Binyamin, uh, Rav Binyamin Kohn, Rav Fivel Kohn's son, in Sivkat uh, Memvav, in Sivkat Nenal, he thinks that it has to be a, a, a difference in the bread itself, that the price is not enough. Now the Shitos Hatosos is that uh, pas Akum is now mutter, the Gezerah was rescinded, and there's no problem whatsoever. 
the Rama in Kufi Bey, Sif Bey, seems to assume this way, at least in regards to, uh, to Paspalter. And, uh, this, but the Shach suggests we should still follow the Rashba, that, uh, that if there's equally good Pas Yisrael, we should get Pas Yisrael. Now, Lahalacha, Chachmasadim, and Klal Samechei, Ozbeis, says that we assume like, like the Rama. I should read you the Lashon of the Rama. The Rama is, the, the, after the Shulchan Aruch says, that Yesh Makomash Shemekilim, but the Vlochim Pasmi Nachtoma, Oved Kochavim, that we buy from a non Jewish baker. So the Rama says, Vyesh Omrim, Tafilu B'Makom Shepas Yisrael Matsu Shari. You're always allowed to buy from a non Jewish baker, even if you have Jewish bread available to you. So again, still, you're not allowed to buy, the fact that you're not allowed to buy from private non-Jew so that, or you're not allowed to take bread from private non-Jew, privately baked, that's still intact. The Ramah, however, more makel than the Mechaber says, even when Pasi Sol is available, you're allowed to buy from a Nachtom, you're allowed to buy from a Palter, you're allowed to buy from a baker, from a professional baker. Now, um, the uh, the Gemara itself lists, uh, let me just go through, the, the Archa Shulchan sounds like in Yardaya, Kofi Beis, that we should be machmir for the for the Rambam, which is a little bit strange because uh, he in 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 Orachim Simon Tafresh Gimel Siv Beis when he talks about the Asar Simetshuva he seems to assume that it's clearly only a Chumra. So it's strange that he suggests that we should be machmir for the Rambam. Mishabruin Reish Ben Beis Siv Katan Vav and Magnavram Reish Ben Beis Siv Katan Dalid say that on Shabbos and Yantif we should be machmir. But at least on Shabbos and Yantif don't eat pas uh, pas palter even don't eat bread that was baked by even by a non-Jewish baker. The Svardim are very machmir, not only because of the Mechaber, but Kafachayim in Os Nunvav says that Alpi Kabbalah, you should avoid Pasakum. Apparently, Kabbalistically, it's a very, a very bad thing for whatever reason. Now, the Gemara itself lists exceptions to the Yisr. The Gemara says, Besada, it's mutter. When you go take it out to the field, it's mutter. When Leka Palter Yisrael, when there are no Jewish bakers, it's mutter. So you have to discuss. There's a major discussion in the Rishonim and Achronim. What if I had bread in the city? So it was awesome. And then I brought it out to the Sada. Does it become mutter or does it have to be baked in the Sada? Okay, not really so no gelamaisa. What is no gelamaisa is what about bread made in factories? Not by a local baker on Central Avenue or something. It's made in a factory. You don't even know, you know you'll never meet the guy who baked it. You'll never even see the guy who baked it. So in the journal Masorah, in the first edition of Masorah, on page Sadi Dalid, um, they quote from Ramosha that factories have no concern of chasnus at all. The whole reason they ask for pasakum is that you might come to marry them. There's no concern that you're going to come to marry a person who you will never meet in a, uh, in a factory. And therefore, uh, there's no issue whatsoever on, 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 uh, um, on, on bread made in factories. Rav Vazner, in Shevet Alevi, Chelek Vav, Simon Kov Ches, Ozvav, says the Chazanish would never rely on such a svara that uh, bread from factories is also asir. The Shulchan Aruch in Yardeh Kufi Beis if test based on Tosos and Navadzar Lam Chesem Beis says that a Jew only needs to do a little bit, just like by uh, Bishalakum. You only need to do a little bit in order to make it in order to make it kosher. You don't need to do the whole Bishal. So the same is by Pasakum. And uh, they suggest in the Masorah Journal that maybe you could rely that Mashkiach, obviously any, any, any product you're getting from a factory has a Mashkiach there, right? It has Ashkach on it. So maybe the Mashkiach is doing something. And uh, the, the suffix that maybe the Mashkiach is doing something, maybe that's enough reason to be, uh, be Mekel. Furthermore, Rabbi Jachter, in an article that he wrote, uh, Rabbi Chaim Jachter suggests that most of the bread is made in factories, is made by a machine. So it's only Koach Sheni. So maybe that doesn't count 
as uh, being made by a guy to begin with. This is a major discussion when it comes to matzah baking, whether uh, it's called the shema when it's baked by a machine and it's only kalach sheni, it's not directly uh, dire- directly made. Um, and also, the final sad lahakel by factory bread is that it's not olal shulchan alakum. Is that uh, just like by bishalakum, there's a halacha that if it's not something that would be served at a king's table, it's not subject to the issue of bishalakum. So maybe the same is true by pasakum. If you ever go to a fancy restaurant, they don't just um, uh, open up a package of bread and serve the the bread at uh, very fancy places. Certainly, the White House, you know, at a state dinner or something, they'll have they have their own White House bakers on staff that bake fresh bread. Everything is always is always baked fresh. So they wouldn't just take something that's made from a factory. So maybe uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, cookies. Uh, Oreo cookies are not olal shulchan Not something that would be that would be uh, uh, served at a uh, at a state dinner. It depends what the definition of olal shulchan is. Not so passion. There's also further machlokes achronim whether olal shulchan even applies to pass. Whether that kula applies to pass. Abnei Nezer Yerdei Chelakal Simin Sadi Beis assumes that it does apply. But in Chelkas Binyamin he quotes from several achronim and then brings rayas in Kuvir Beis Sivir Beis in the Biurim. He quotes several achronim that that seem to suggest that it does not apply. This kula does not apply and would not be helpful. So during that service we made shuvah the tour in Aruchaim Sim Tafresh Gim. Tafresh Gimel, Shulchanarch and Arachayim Sim Tafresh Gimel, both Paskin, that we should be makbid not to eat Pas, even if we normally eat Pas Palta. Pas Akum itself is always Asr. Bread baked by an individual guy is always Asr. But what about bread baked by a local baker? So uh, the Shulchanarch says we should be makbid not to eat such bread during Asr Simechuba, even though the rest of the year we're so mech on the Ramah, that we eat such bread even when Pasuel is available, but uh, we should be machmir. So Rabbi Sablavsky explained that the reason why we're machmir during our Sersh Mechuba is because the whole reason the Gzeira was rescinded was that we were in a Yacholamudba, we weren't able to withstand the Gzeira. But for 10 days you could withstand it. To go 10 days without uh, without Paspalter, pas we should be able to withstand it. Very similar to our Avsad Yagon, quoted in the Rush in the end of Yuma, in the 8th Park of Yuma, Oschav Dalid, Avsad Yagon says that you make a bracha on the on Erev Yom Kippur, because the whole Takranas Ezra of, of being tovel when you're a Balkari was only rescinded because then you're a But if it's for one day a year, in Erev Yom Kippur, where you're being tovel a carrier, you're being tovel to be Balkari, some, some of that you can handle. So then the Gezer is not, is not rescinded for that day. That would be the explanation of uh, Rav Sad Yigod. Um, now, how much Jewish participation do you need in order to take away the Pas Akum status? So the Shach says, even if a Jew owns it, but a Jew owns the factory, but doesn't help in the actual baking, it is a problem of Pas Akum. It would be uh, problematic. Um, the, uh, the, the Rav Moshe, however, says that you could, in Igris Moshe, he thinks there's room to be made if it's a Jewish owned bakery, even if Jews aren't doing the baking. Particularly if there are none from Jews doing the baking, then he thinks there's even more room to be makel, even though typically we'd be machmir on the pass of even uh, non-religious Jews. Now, what the most important question is, what counts as pass, what doesn't count as pass? So cookies, crackers, tosos, and misachas, beitzes, daftazayin, and beis, kotzumachlokas, whether they have a din of pass or whether they don't have a din of pass. The shach and sivkat and yudches writes that only if it's made with a thick batter, with a thick dough, would it have a din of pass, but not if it's made with a thick Thin batter. 
um, with, it's, uh, because uh, e- even a thin, uh, uh, because only a thick batter is considered to have tsurasapas to be like bread. Even a thin batter would be a mozi if you're kovei sud on it, but it wouldn't have a din of bread itself. In Chalkas Binyamin, Sivkat and Samach Dalid, he, uh, he thinks that even a Blila Raka has a din of pas. He quotes Achronim that even a, a, a thin batter would have a din of bread. What about bagels? So uh, Ramoshin, Yordeich, Elbeisim, Nama Gimel said that, that uh, it's not made edible by the boiling of the bagel. You need to bake it in order for it to make it edible. How do they make a bagel? They take a dough, they boil it in water, which is not baking. That's bishel. And then they put it in the oven. But since the boiling itself doesn't bring it to the point that it's edible, he thinks it is subject to pas. So it would be an issue of pas if you have bagels baked by a non-Jew. Um, what about donuts? So donuts, let's say a dung of donuts, they don't bake those, they fry those. right? Those are fried in oil. That's why they're so healthy. Um, so it seems to be, uh, it seems to be that that's bishel. And that would be that would be subject to the issues of uh, of bishalakum, and therefore would be more strict the the rest of the the rest of the year. You need to have a Jew turn on the uh, the, the the oil in order to get around uh, to get around to get around the is, issue of bishalakum. What about cereal? So there is a general machlokas whether cereal is pasababakisnim. I think pasababakisnim would be subject to pasakum. So uh, is it possible? They, they quote the Rosham Zalman. I think in Vizosa Brach he goes. If some Zaman thought Cheerios and certain other cereals, ha- cereals have a Tzuras pas and would therefore be a problem of Pasakum. But uh, Rav Scheinberg said, no, nah, cereals don't look anything like bread and they don't have any Tzuras pas would not be subject to the, uh, to the issue. So even during Asar Simei when they serve uh, cereal here in Yeshiva, there's what to be Samechan that it doesn't have a din of pas. What about breadcrumbs? So the Ramah says, whenever you're determining what a food is, Raman Sivav, whether it's pas or bishul, you always follow the Iker. Is it? Uh, it's a piece of chicken, be'ikr. If it's breaded chicken, it's a piece of chicken, be'ikr. Um, however, not so pashat that, uh, that, that, uh, um, that it applies over here, because over here you still see clear bread. The breadcrumbs are all around it, so it's very clearly recognizable. Now, if it's breaded and then cooked by a Jew, it might be mutter anyway, because even if something is originally baked by a non-Jew and then cooked by a Jew, the Avninezer and Simon Kuf seems to assume that that would take away the Akum uh, status of it. Okay, but either way, however we're going to be Magdir, the Yasser of Pas Akum, it seems that during Yasser Simei it's appropriate, the Shulchan Aruch says, to accept upon ourselves certain Chumras, and this is the one that, uh, that he recommends doing, that even though the rest of the year will make a like the Ramah, to accept upon ourselves this Chumra for the Yasser Simei At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.